Jeffrey Dahmer soaking blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gate. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. In Victorian London, an evil killer prowled the foggy nights. He stalked the cobblestone streets of old London town. His long black cloak concealing long razor-sharp knives to slash unsuspecting victims. Never caught by the bobbies of Scotland Yard, this mad fiend was known to the terrified inhabitants as Jack the Ripper. He's getting her. Sounds like they're fucking. Oh, yeah. I think it's just him walking. He's got some KW there. (laughs) Or maybe it's It's him gutting her. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. If I advertise about grapes, is that raising awareness? Old grapes? I like that one. You crazy. Are you going to whine? That's what everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Welcome, welcome. I'm one of your hosts of this crazy kooky podcast called Strange Brew. My name is Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. Billy. His name is Billy. <laughs> My name's Bill. It's me, Billy. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> we had that at the Halloween one, remember? Oh, did we? Yeah, so welcome. We've been talking about doing this for a while, and we're finally going to get in Jack the Ripper. This will be... Our first two-parter uh, podcast episode ever. The first one we've ever done two parts on. We've definitely done two parts nope. before. Remind me, what? just feel like we have. We haven't, though. Really? We've never, we never have done it. So I was doing a, a sober January, but my girlfriend is gone this weekend, so I'm taking a little pause on it. I was doing dry January, but uh, I so don't know she what don't know. She, she don't know. She <laughs> actually does know. She's like, well, I guess. She's like, I don't know what else you're going to do. Um, so... I I got some got to be beer. Yeah. It's fucking might as well. I know I got some Stella. I don't know what else to do. I could get really high, but I want to have a couple of drinks. I got the place to myself. Billy's over at my crib to record in the little studio we have set up. So it, I was like, fuck it. You know, we're getting the Jack the Ripper. This is something that we've wanted to talk about for a while. I mean, like, what day is it today? It's the I've lasted how many days? Fourteenth. So Fourteen you, days. It's two weeks. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. So, Jack the Ripper was an unidentified serial killer active in a largely impoverished areas in and around Whitechapel District of London in 1888. In both the criminal case files and the journalistic accounts, the killer was called the Whitechapel Murderer or Leather Apron. Why? Because he's supposed to be wore a leather apron. <laughs> I think is what we'll get into. I it's think sweater pants. He's back. <laughs> I think because uh, uh, leather apron got like dropped at some point, or somebody saw someone with an apron. It must be his name. 
Could you imagine? Could you imagine going to like such uh, horrible lengths only to get like the lamest fucking name possible? <laughs> it is compared to Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper sounds like you know that's uh, headline worthy. Jack the Ripper strikes again. Leather apron. <laughs> Kills. Levi Jeans was here. <laughs> <laughs> so attacks ascribed to Jack the Ripper typically involve female prostitutes who live and work in the slums of the end, uh, east end of London. It's fucking hilarious. Your dog's spazzing in the mirror right now. Yeah, my dog doesn't know. What, I just got a new puppy, um, and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He's just he's staring <laughs> at himself in the mirror. I like doing stuff sometimes in succession. I wanted to get in Jack the Ripper before we get into real... You know, the real guys, the real big time guys, he's one of them, but we don't really know who he is. Van's hoodies coming up. Yep. So <laughs> typically involve female prostitutes, yes, who worked in the, the east, like the slum end of London's, whose throats were cut prior to abdominal mutilation. So he's cutting up stomachs, but there's different stories based on it. But the removal of internal organs from at least three of the victims led to the proposal that the killer had some surgical knowledge. Oh, you know what he probably did? He's probably cutting the stomach so he could, like, get into it and wear their body over his body like a costume <laughs> because that'd be the easiest place. And you just put, like, a zipper. You could just, like, put it on like that and then put your legs in it. Fucking that's, that's, probably, that's probably what he was doing. He, uh, you know, it is, uh, yeah, what is he, uh, Ed Gein? Just fucking cutting up and be like, I'm just, I just want to make a suit. Rumors that the murders were connected intensified in September and October 1888, and numerous letters were received by the media outlets in Scotland Yard from individuals purporting to be the murderer. The name Jack the Ripper originated in a uh, letter written by an individual claiming to be the murderer. That kind of how, that's why the media use that name is they're, uh, they're known as um, these letters... Like, um, this is the name I want. Please advertise me as such. These are my pronouns. Yeah. So he, <laughs> there was someone that wrote the letter. They don't really know if it was actually him, but from these letters is where we get the actual name Jack the Ripper, and uh, you know, so that's why the media used that name because the that's how he identified. Well, and that's who he wanted to be called. The letter is widely believed to be a hoax and may have been written by a journalist in an attempt to heighten the interest in the story and increase their newspaper circulation. Which is possible. Very, very, very possible. Very plausible. That they could literally just, somebody could, from a fucking paper can be like, how can we, all these murders are happening, how can we spin this? And then they give him this elaborate name Well, he, you know, tears their victims up. What's a good name? Jack? Jack's a good name. And then they kind of roll with it. Oh, we don't really know. Who do I hate? Because we'll get into it, but uh, one of the letters was stained in blood, too. Um, Ooh, or red paint. Or pig's blood or something like that, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Or they're, period blood. That would be great. <laughs> Chick's just stand, <laughs> sitting over the letter, and he's like, all right, go, honey, you're, you're next. I wrote the letter, now we need you, you to do your part. Just shaking it out. <laughs> do the boogie. So the From Hell letters received by George Lusk of the Whitechapel Vigilant Committee came with half a preserved human kidney, purportedly taken from one of the victims. Just half. Just half. Like I don't know why and half. Cauterized and... Maybe he ate, uh, they ate the other half. I don't know if he proposed Maybe. in the letter, but he might have said like, you know, I ate, I ate, I ate his liver with some fava beans. Yeah, kidney, he said, right? Well, say kidney or liver? Yeah, kidney. Maybe he... I ate his liver with some fava beans. Nice so liver is super, super rich in nutrients. Is the kidney? Do we I don't kidneys? Think... I'm assuming it's not. 
Kidney beans, kidney stones. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know anyone that eats kidney. Ew. No, it's not a thing, is it? No, but liver is. Yeah, liver's delicious. I think liver's disgusting. It's so, so fucking good. Strange. We have different appetites. Unreal good. So, and, and there's obviously, we're getting into it, but there's different stories behind um, who it actually was that sent the letter. Was it the media? Maybe. Or was it a hoax? Someone fucking with them? Maybe. And that's why they're, you know, people had access to dead bodies quite easily back then, especially if you're a medical student. Way, way, way more than we do now. So it could have been somebody He's in the like, media. That's like, my auntie Karen. <laughs> she just died, and I decided to pick dig up a grave. I guess they're in England, so oh, I'm not going to do an English accent for this, but uh, you, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do it. Um, the public came increasing. They the public came aware. Maybe it was a single serial killer known as Jack the Ripper, mainly because of the extraordinarily brutal nature of the murders and because of the treatment of the events in the media, because it was everywhere. We were sen- and it was sensationalized where it's like, he strikes again, be scared, you know, obviously yeah, yeah. keep people in fear and stuff. So extensive newspaper coverage bestowed widespread and enduring international notoriety of the Ripper and the legend solidified a police investigation into the series of 11 murders committed in Whitechapel and sp- this is called it's called spattlefields spittlefields it's either i think it's i think it's spattlefields okay whatever great place to live spattlefields it's splatsville yeah it's not good um there were it's it's not a great place spitali fields (laughs) no that's not it's in it's in britain so spital field. And this was between spital, maybe. Yeah. Spital. It's gotta sound a little nicer. <laughs> between 1888 and 1891, and was unable to connect all the killings conclusively to the murders of 1888. So five victims. Mary Nichols, Annie Chapman. Probably slut. Probably a whore. They're all whores. They're oh, literally yeah. all whores. Yeah, all probably. of them are all prostitutes. And a lot of them Well, that's why his name is Ripper. Rip that pussy up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of them are prostitutes, right? We know that. And he did, other than one victim, that's why they don't know if the last victim it was actually him, and we'll get into it when we get in the investigation on the next episode. Uh, but they were all prostitutes in their 40s. Nobody in their loves 40s. You. Yeah, they're all like people down their luck. Their only way they can make money is to have sex with men. That's it. That's all they have. They literally, and these people in this time, and and it's it's in a very bad slum in like East London, it's bad. So essentially you have to have sex to survive and get your next meal. If you don't, if you don't have sex, you know, two or three times a night and get your pay up or you, you hook essentially, you won't have a place to stay because you won't have money to pay for an inn or something like that. And you won't have to be able to eat. So they relied on, uh, some, some chum, and this is, you know, everyone had fucking syphilis, too. Everyone had syphilis. I mean, everyone. <laughs> so I, we, The more we talk <laughs> about it, the more I kind of want to become a high-class prostitute. I I'd, be one of them fan, I'd be like with fucking the blue top. I kind of want to put an ad on Craigslist, be like, you can drive my Lexus. I'll <laughs> pretend top. to be your boyfriend for a night <laughs> so your family Just fucks off. Just wear a wig. So 
This fucking CD looking for uh, entertainment, cross-dresser. <laughs> you know... Um, no, I mean, for men, women can hire oh, prostitutes, I thought too. you... I thought you... Fucking I was, idiot. I was literally <laughs> picturing you, you in, like, a, idiot. a tube Fuck top you. and a miniskirt with, like, fishnets on. Like, uh, what's that movie where Woody Harrelson is, like, the hooker? And then he's like, oh, hey, guys. Oh, I'm... Fuck, why, what's this movie from? And they're in the I back no of the ass, car. I can't do that. And, uh, and then he like, talks all real deep all of a sudden. They're like, whoa, buddy. Like, <laughs> fuck, what movie is that? Some fan's screaming at me probably right now. Um, so the five victims, you know, Mary Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly are known as the Canaudal Five. Why did those all sound like fake names as well? They don't even sound the like The Canonical Five. I hope I'm saying that right. But these are the ones they can th- they think that are specifically Jack the Ripper. Okay. There was other murders that happened that they could technically tie to it. Oh, so he was Jack was probably misunderstood. He just he just wanted to have sex. He was ugly and he he was poor too. So he's like prostitute. I can't afford you, and I'm not getting beaten up by your pimp. So yeah, you're gonna die today. I wonder what the pimp is like back then, man. In the 1800s. Are they, yeah, the eight, yeah, in the late no, 1800s. Nobody had muscle mass. It's probably just like a normal looking dude today. And or he's a like, fat dude because he's making money off that. Yeah. Because in, you ever seen the movie From Hell? You ever seen it? No. You should have watched it before this episode. Well, still, um, though, like the maybe, people making money back then were bigger because it was yeah, all about food. Maybe watch it with Izzy before we get into the next uh, episode. <laughs> um, I think it's on Prime and stuff, but From Hell is a good. It's, it's just from uh, some of the letters and stuff like that. It's not really actually too factual but it is johnny depp's in it but the the movie was at least good at showing the idea of how it could be someone like as a gentleman and we talked about this how he like um had grapes with him and gave the prostitute grapes to lure them in because grapes was an expensive (laughs) thing it's just one grape on the ground it's like a A trail of grapes I laughed and coughed at the same time, and it started the reaction. But, like, yeah, and then at the end of the Great Trail, it's just a whole heap of grapes with a little cardboard box and a stick, and he's sitting beside it going. (laughs) (laughs) Like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. No, but it is – I like the movie. It's not too accurate, but it is, you know – I'm pretty sure it's it's the canonical five, and the murders between August 31st and November 9th, 1888 – are often considered the most likely to be linked to the Repa. Oh, yeah, just two months kill five people. Yeah. It's all right. So the murders were never solved, and the legends surrounding these crimes began a bunch of crazy research and folklore. So, you know, genuine actual historical research and then the folklore side of it. So it's kind of hazy. Yeah. And so long ago, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They're walking around... And their lamps are lit by candles. Like we talked about this before. A guy's job was to get up in the morning earlier than everybody else and take a fucking lighter, like not a lighter, a candlestick that's really long, just a long ass candlestick, and he had to light every single fucking light. And then the guy had to come back and then put them all out at the end of the night. That'd be be a good job. Nice and easy. (laughs) Or did they maybe they left them because this was and this they, is why homeless people didn't exist back then. Everybody oh, they had a job. They did. You just couldn't see them. Yeah, because they, they were hit. in the dark. They <laughs> Good. But, Go back to hiding. Because this is stop begging. <laughs> yeah, because they're everywhere now. Um, because this is um, this is very around this area. It was very dark. It wasn't lit that well. So these 
it was easy for this murder to kind of get around. You had patrolmen going around kind of with their bobby sticks patrolling certain areas because prostitute ran or was run rampant. And, you know, at least, you know, muggings would happen and beatings and sometimes killings, but not in this, how often this happened. It kind of sent shockwaves through this area. I'm like, man, maybe we got to be careful. And, and the prostitutes started sticking together and stuff like that, I'm sure, because that's what the movie from hell kind of showed. But I, I do tell you to check that out. Johnny Depp's in it. It is pretty good. So in the mid-19th century, Britain experienced an influx of Irish immigrants who swelled the populations of the uh, major cities, including the east end of London. Uh, from 1882, Jewish refugees uh, from pogroms in uh, Tarzat, Russia... You could have just said Russia. Uh, it's yeah, it's from Russia. These Jew- Jewish refugees, essentially from Russia and other areas in Eastern Europe, um, immigrated to the same place. So there's a lot of immigration going on. There's a lot of people, you know, nobody liked the Irish um, at a certain point in history. So now they're all coming over and they're poor. A lot of people, you know, we're trying to make a life, and then somehow you know, maybe their husband died of disease or tuberculosis or syphilis, like most people died of, and then the women are on their own. That's why he ta- he does target a lot of prostitutes that are in their 40s, which is like it's they're they're running to their last. They only got so much life left. Like I don't know, I don't know what you're if you're a prostitute in your 40s. What's your next goal? How much money are you trying to make? What are you trying to do? What, like, Because at the end of the day, you're just probably going to do it until nobody wants you anymore, and then you're essentially screwed. Yeah. You know? Like, it is fuck, fucked up. So the parish of Whitechapel in uh, London's East End became increasingly overcrowded. This is a very overcrowded place, very poor. It's a slum. Work and housing conditions worsened, and a significant economy uh, underclass developed. So essentially, with all these immigrants coming in, this area became impoverished and became worse as the time went, and more people came in. So then there wasn't enough jobs for certain people. So There's fucking candle lighting. There's got to be jobs for everybody. <laughs> there's a job for you. You just don't want to do the job. It's true. Because there's got to be, you got to build up the city. There's got to be factories that are trying to implement stuff. But this is before um, the Industrial Revolution and stuff like that, too. Yeah. So 55% of children born in the East End died before they were five years old. Wow. 55%. So how many died between five and 10, even that? Like You're right. At least maybe ten to twenty percent. Yeah. So maybe five percent of the population led past twenty. Yeah, it's so crazy. So robbery, violence, alcohol dependency were in commonplace. People were literally dependent on alcohol to just live because they were addicted to it and because it's the only thing that makes your life a little better when you got nothing to do, no work, all you can do is suck a dick. I wonder if there was gay prostitutes back then. Yeah, well, there. I wonder. There was, though. There's definitely movies and stuff about that, in a sense where it's like, uh, but it's not like flaunted. Yeah, it's like no. a, you mm. like get in that car and you get in there quick with a black mask and we'll pull into a dark alley. And no, like that's, nobody's yeah, that's seeing true. us because there was, um, in plays at this time, men played women. Women weren't even allowed to act, so it does make sense. Ah, the good old days. (laughs) So in October 1888, (laughs) London's Metropolitan Police Service estimated that there was 62 brothels and 1,200 women working as prostitutes in Whitechapel alone. 1,200. That's an army of prostitutes, man. Do you imagine that catalog? I just want to see a guy (laughs) sitting there on the couch and his tux like... 
licking his fingers, flipping the pages of the fucking catalog. It's like Sears catalog when you're a kid, but to the Do you nine. want Mary Eddowes or Mary Jane or do you want Catherine? Or do you, you know what I There's mean? like the one hot girl that works there that's just used the shit. Yeah. And she's like, everyone else is dying for attention. <laughs> she's like, I can't fuck anybody else anymore. I can't anymore. do it. It's like, uh, you know, A Thousand Ways to Die in the West, where the boyfriend, <laughs> you've seen that, right? Yeah. Uh, the, his, her, his, that one guy's character, his, uh, his woman's a prostitute, and he sits patiently and waits for her to get done with the Johns. Yeah. <laughs> so fucked up. I'm sure there was at least a couple people because... Maybe you did have a husband too, and because maybe not these specific victims, but other prostitutes, and maybe their husband was out of work, or he's lazy, or he was a drunk or a bum, and so they had to work, so they had to essentially prostitute themselves off to even feed their children. Because that definitely could happen. You know what the best solution to that is? What? Don't have kids if you're poor. That's yeah, true. But you know what? You know what the funny thing is? Poor people have more kids than anybody else. Well, for one, <coughs> now the reasoning is. One government Birth gives you a lot children. of money for fucking children. That's true. hundred uh, percent. Nowadays. Yes. That's why that is. I'm pretty confident. Yes. They're like, oh, why do I need to live? If I could just pop out seven kids, I literally don't have to work. Yeah, that is completely true. So with approximately 8,500 people residing in 20, uh, 233 common lodging houses within Whitechapel every night, only 233 lodging houses with 8,500 people living in and out of these places. Their germs, you think COVID's bad. Back then, they survived. They're fine. A couple of them died, but they're fine. So with the nightly price of a single bed uh, being 4D and the cost of sleeping, uh, oh, Jesus. Uh, the, so like, I don't know what 4D is, but the money back then, uh, I would assume. The one above three. Yeah, and uh, so the cost of sleeping upon uh, lean-to rope stretched across the bedroom of the housing being 2D for adults or children. They had beds, and you could pay, uh, say, four bucks for that in our terminology because I don't know what a 4D is. Um, back then, money in British money, so a pound or a fucking whatever, right? I want to know, know what this means, but um, I'm Googling it. I want to make the point that uh, they had a rope stretched across the bedrooms and you would have to pay to lean on this rope to sleep. Do you realize that? That's on a rope. You had to it, it must have been a lot of... Oh, yeah, because you were leaning. You're paying to lean on a rope to try to sleep, man. You know how fucking crazy that is? I'd rather sleep on the fucking sidewalk. Before 71, money was divided into pennies or D. Weird. So four pennies? Yeah. Hmm. So it's like pennies. If 3D is three pence. Oh, pence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, that's fucking crazy. 6D would be six pence, so four pence. Huh. Interesting. Whatever that means. To that's actual... mind-boggling to me that people had to lean on, pay to lean on ropes to try and sleep. Yeah, but if it was like literally like, if it was like, uh, if it was like, equivalent of like a nickel it's like oh whatever all right, I'll still crazy man though but i'd pay someone a nickel if i was homeless all day every day but you can have a nickel every a night and i'll lean on this rope remember when but I, it's so perfectly tied it would literally be less money to pay them every night than to find the place it would to do be that so yourself. uncomfortable like do you remember uh in kenny versus spenny for all the american listeners it's all free on youtube just look up kenny versus spenny it's a ridiculous competition show when it was like who could stand the longest and kenny like suspended himself in the closet <laughs> Just like strap shit to him so he could still stand but fall asleep. 
It was smart, but it, he said his fucking arms were all fucked afterwards and shit. So yeah. it's like, it would be so uncomfortable. So the economy problems in yeah, White Whitechapel. Al- sorry, it feels almost better to just like grab like a garbage bag and lie on the ground. I know. That's why I said I'll just lie on the street. Even the cobblestone, whatever. Well, that's I'm, when you know that's where you get murdered. thrown in jail, though. Oh, yeah. They probably wouldn't like that. The bobbies going around yeah. like, hey, wake, wake up. And they fucking poke them with their fucking sticks. Yeah, you're right. The economy, low life. <laughs> the economy with white, uh, the economy problems in Whitechapel were accompanied by a steady rise in social tension. Between 1886 and 1889, frequent demonstrations led to police um, their intervention in public unrest, such as Bloody Sunday. So there was a bunch of anti-Semitic stuff going on. There was crimes. There was racism. There was always social disturbances. They had a lot of issues. There was so many, sh- so much shit going on back then. They didn't even know what to do with it. And you know, and the police are having out with the people and get down in the sewers, you sewer people. Yeah, I'd rather live down there than get murdered by the fucking Jack the Ripper. Yeah, but I guess you got to murdered by her- the Rat King. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so it's kind of such perceptions were strengthened in autumn of 1888 when the series of vicious and grotesque murders attributed to Jack the Ripper, receiving tons of media coverage. So it was already bad enough. There was this constant beef with police. There was racism against the Irish um, because, to be honest, um, there would have been some black people around. Um, but they more or less were still slightly enslaved. I don't think as much in Britain at all. I don't think, I don't even know, um, Britain was, I don't think Britain owned slaves the way that America did. Um, and Canada did too, even though people don't want to know that history, but it is, (laughs) it is true. But there was, to be honest, at the time, there was a lot of racism against the Irish. Yeah. People did not like the Br- British people did not like the Irish. Thought they were fucking evil, thought they were just oh, bombs and, and now drunks. today nobody likes the British. It's true. They're gangly ass teeth. Just joking. <laughs> we love you guys. So let's get in the Whitechapel murders. So the large number of attacks against women in the East End during this time adds to uncertain like they don't know, they're uncertain how many victims were actually murdered by the same individual. 11 separate murderers stretching from April 3rd, 1888 to February 13th, 1891. So three years, 11 murders. They, they don't know. It was including in a, a London Metro Police Service investigation and were known collectively in the police docket as the Whitechapel murders, as we said. Um, the opinions vary as whether these murders should be linked to the same culprit, but the five of the 11 Whitechapel murders, uh, murders known as the canonical five are widely believed to be the work of Jack the Ripper. So there was, you know, six other murders that could have been him, but they don't know. You know, I don't think they really knew who anything was at this point. Just the way the uh, murders so was easy grotesque. To get back I know. Fuck yeah, you could just like be. God, like, I'd love to have lived back then. So many people I would have killed. Yeah, but you would stink. Fucking though. cops. So now. I remember when Justin was back on this podcast. He's like, I think it'd be fun to live in the 1600s. And we're talking about um, uh, like witches and stuff. And I was like, No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I was like, everybody's poor. There's nothing to do but to read a book by candlelight, and you got to work on a farm, and then everybody stinks, man. People would bathe maybe like once a month. I know, exactly, because, but you become so accustomed to it. I guess you're, you're right. fine. People still live in India today. You know that, right? What's India? Is that where they're giving everyone ivermectin? <laughs> India. Is that a place? Shut up. <laughs> 
So most experts point to the deep slash wounds to the throat, followed by the mutilation of the abdomen and the genital area, which is, and then shows that like, it, like that's why from hell is good. It's a good depiction of kind of the folklore surrounding Jack the Ripper because he would like rip out their uteruses and they would be, their guts would be thrown out and he would be looking for something specific. Usually it's, it's a fucked up movie and you should watch it. It's actually good. It's just like, it, okay, this is, probably going to start off fucked but there's a lot of reasons i can think of genuinely to kill somebody but like after they're dead they're to dead. like to like go through their organs that's yes. like a that's a weird you gotta weird. be sick in the mind there's something wrong with you i'll get into my theories in the next episode like it could have been a freemason it could have been a doctor it could have been just some guy a butcher like there's all these different theories <laughs> yeah i'm out of pig's intestine <laughs> this motherfucker's getting marries <laughs> well uh, honestly like i don't think that happened with this but you know like people are fuck me look at uh it's the juiciest at, intestine you'll ever feel look at uh picton uh, out fucking out east um or out west he fucking he fed prostitutes to his pigs and then sold some of their meat to people that bought meat from his farm. Yeah. We're eventually going to get to Robert Picton for sure. So um, just so everybody knows that don't fucking steal our ideas. Um, but somebody's already doing that. <laughs> um, so <laughs> <laughs> the removal of internal organs also took place and there was actually fa uh, facial mutilations as the distinct features of the Ripper's um, MO. The modus, the modus operandi, but um, the you know what MO stands for? Yeah, yeah, your modus, modus operandi. Like I, I know what your MO, like I know yeah. what that that term means. Yeah. I didn't know that that's what that. What is that word? It just mean? means like, like I know what MO means do. though. Yeah, it's the same thing. So like, and there was we'll get into it, but there was one. Well, your MO is like the, your reason for doing something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it or was like consistent. Yeah, it's what, what you're known for. It's almost you know like Richard Ramirez's mo was to hide in closets. Yeah, what you're known for. Yeah. <laughs> so and there was one. We'll get into it, but like facial mutilation was a big one victim. Her face was not even recognizable. Like they, it didn't even look like a face to them. It was so fucked up and bashed in and cut and like really fucked up. Is that a bum? Or is that a face? <laughs> they don't even know. It's got a little hair on it. Could be either or. <laughs> the first two cases in White Chapel murders file those of Emily Elizabeth Smith and Martha uh, Tambram uh, are included in the canonical five. Smith was robbed and sexually assaulted in Osborne Street, Whitechapel, on April 3rd, 1888. A blunt object was inserted into her vagina. She, he, Why the first fucking picture of my in my head was like a Tony, a Tony, uh, Grammy, whatever. Oh, why are you thinking? That didn't even <laughs> I don't know. This time. I don't know, but that was like the first when you said blunt object. I was like, it must have been a Tony. He pulled a fucking. Uh, you know what he did? He pulled a. Uh, he pulled a Ted Bundy before Ted Bundy even was a thing. You know what Ted Bundy did? Ted right? Bundy pulled a pulled a Jack. I did. Ted Bundy shoved um, one of those big hair hair big old school like 80s hair can sprays mm. in someone's vagina and their ass, I think. Fun stuff. Look at it stretch. And also, you can uh, email us at strangerwhopodcast at gmail.com. We're debating on getting into Ted Bundy. Let us know, even on the host heads page on Facebook or on Instagram, Strange Root Podcast. If you'd like to see us get into... Uh, if you'd like to see us get into Ted Bundy. Uh, the, the famous ones, I feel like more people like already know. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I'm debating. If the fans want us to do it, we will. 
We've covered Jack through. Uh, we've covered Jeffrey Dahmer stuff that, but so I'm just curious because we're we're on the fence so much about Ted Bundy because it's so politicized. And then they did and, the movie. Yes, and it's so sensationalized, and everybody. and everybody knows about it, right? He was sexy. Yeah, that, that movie I liked, but it was disappointing. <laughs> um, so couldn't have been a better actor. Loved no, it. no, she developed pert pertinitis. Pert- what the f- yeah, so she she I'm gonna look at this up because she developed pertinitis, whatever that. Is. I don't want to go on Google and look this up, because I'm on. You want to know something embarrassing? Here, I'll tell you while you're looking it up. I didn't know what TB stands for for a long time. Tuberculosis. Yeah, I knew what TB was, and then someone said it is how to go get her tuberculosis shot, and I was like, what the fuck is tuberculosis? Why'd like, you need that? Uh, she just got hired at a, a retirement home. Oh, yeah, you need that. Chelsea yeah. had to get hers for that shit. But no other vaccines. Um, fucking. It's not a vaccine. It's, it's a I test know. to see it's, if you have it. It's not yeah. even like a vaccine against it. No, I know. Uh, so this is actually it. Uh, per, uh, pertinitis is a redness and swelling of the lining of your belly or abdomen. Um, it's called oh, girls get uh, that when I fuck them. It is often, <laughs> uh, yeah, she, she developed uh, yeah. this. <laughs> it is often caused by infection from a hole in the bowel or a burst appendix. So this motherfucker oh, burst appendix is all the oh time. Oh my God. This guy shoved something so far up this girl's vagina that he like fucked it killed. Her. Like she wasn't even dead yet, but he, it, she died the following day at the London hospital because of the pertinite, uh, pertinitis per, Pertonitis, whatever the fuck this thing is. Um, but essentially her, it, that's fucked up. She got an infection by how far he shoved this blunt object quotations in her vagina. Quick side story. You want to hear something funny that makes me a terrible person? You just reminded me of. Sure. When, when uh, we were in high school and fuck face got his uh, appendix removed, uh, he was in the hospital with stitches. Just Who's got it removed, face? Nico. Okay, Nico. Uh, oh, Billy's old friend. Got it removed. And the first fucking thing, we went to go visit him in the hospital. The first thing the doctor said, like, outside of the room is, like, listen, he's in a lot of pain. You cannot make him laugh. He will be in extraordinary (laughs) pain. I'm like, no problem, doc. (laughs) He left. I opened the door and just started fucking cracking jokes (laughs) left, right, and center. You're such a dick. (laughs) So Smith stated that she had been attacked by two or three men, one of whom was a teenager. This attack was linked to later murders by the press, but most authors attribute Smith's murder to generally East End gang violence unrelated to the Ripper's case. I could imagine there's like dudes walking around like they're from Clockwork Orange being like, want me to cut off your yobbles? And they're like just crazy fuckheads and they just abuse people. And Whatever I'm yobbles sure are. It means testicles in slang. Isn't that marbles? No, yobbles. Your yobbles. Yes. Watch watch uh, uh, Clockwork Orange again. Stupid. Very rapey, fun movie. Watch <laughs> Very <that. laughs> fun. Those are two fantastic <laughs> words to have together. Rape and fun. Yeah, we watched that movie when we were 14. It probably fucked me up. Um, yeah, so, that was it. must have been that. <laughs> so Martha was murdered in George Yard, Whitechapel, on August 7th, 1888. The same year, obviously. She had suffered 39 stab wounds to her throat, lungs, heart, liver, spleen, stomach, and abdomen. That's ridiculous. With additional knife wounds inflicting her breasts mm, and vagina. Mm. But she had not been raped. <laughs> she didn't get raped, but he fucking, he caught her good. He technically did rape her. 
And that's why they're like, these were so gruesome. There were 39, like, sliced slash wounds. Just fucking slashing, slash, slash. Just fucking slashing. Just slashing, slashing, slashing. Is it that one? Just kind of Oh, ow, wow, wow, that's my vagina. Oh, ow. <laughs> okay, enough That's that. KY. <laughs> so the savagery of this murder, the savagery of this murder, and the lack of obvious motive, and the closeness of the location, and the date to later canonical Ripper murders, led the police to link this murder to those later committed by Jack the Ripper. At the time, they're like, well, this was brutal. She was slashed to a million pieces. Like, it probably looked horrific. Yo, I would have loved to be on, like, a detective team back then. Just fucking drinking beer and walking around be like, this fits. This looks good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to perform, I'm pretty sure. You probably don't have to do shit. Like, nobody could ever solve anything anyway. I'd be like, they're, I feel like they're all drunk just sitting in an office being like, she had stab wounds. She had stab wounds. She had a vagina. She had a vagina. Same. Same case. <laughs> same, same, but different. <laughs> now let's link them. <laughs> <laughs> However, this murder differs from the later canonical murders because although uh, Martha had been repeatedly stabbed, she had not suffered any slash wounds to her throat or abdomen. It was a stabbing, but they weren't slashing. So I don't know why that matters, but she definitely, they did oh, say. Oh, it's because there was an MO. Yeah, and I know. He didn't, uh, he didn't do it on that one. I know. So many experts do not connect Martha's murder with later murders because of the different in, difference in the wound patterns. That is literally it. And like, can you imagine when a serial killer is on the loose and you're just like, ha here's my chance. <laughs> Fuck this Oh, bitch. no, 100%. So And you're just like, let's imitate it. Quick, it was that guy. We'll probably get into this eventually, but there is like around World War II and I'm sure one, um, while people were off fighting in the war, murders were happening in towns all over the place because there, you know, half, half the people that I, I would essentially, there were still police, but a lot of the, the good police. Well, any cops or any men for real, if you're over 18 or fucking I, If we're fighting, right? Yeah. So uh, murders did take place during World War One and Two, and I'm sure other wars where it just made it easier for people to get away with this because everyone was distracted by what was going on with Big H and stuff, right? So yeah. Big H. <laughs> the Canonical Five, let's get into this. The Canonical Five Ripper victims are Mary Ann uh, Nichols, like we've said this, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Strige, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly. The body of Mary Ann Nichols was discovered about 3.40 a.m. on Friday, August 31st, 1888, in Bucks Row, now Durward Street, Whitechapel. Her throat was severely... Uh, so her throat was severed by two cuts, which one completely severed all tissue down her vertebrae. This is why people are like, like they think it's a butcher or they think it's a medical doctor because the precision. This guy knows a knife. It's fucking crazy. And the lower part of her abdomen was partly ripped up open by a deep, jagged wound. It was just crackhead Greg. He's real good at what he does. <laughs> what happened to them crackheads? I can do anything with a hammer. <laughs> I'll fix whatever you want. Give me a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Crack wasn't even around then. Um, it was more opioid. Greg. Opi yeah. Oh, yeah, it was literally opioid was a big thing. And, and to finally even brought that up, you have to fucking watch from hell. Maybe this week before we get into, um, hopefully you have time before we get into the investigation. Cause at the beginning, Johnny Depp's doing opioid, um, he's doing opioid, um, and like in like one of these, these places where you could do it and they find him and he's like, he would meditate on his murders. That's his character he plays in the movie. So he's yeah, all yeah. fucking high as shit. It's been like, who killed this person? And he's like, it's, it's, it's a trippy movie. If you haven't seen it, 
uh, check it out. It is of a lot of folklore, though. Don't take it as fact. And so, obviously, another crazy wounds. Is that you just saying that? What? I like it. It's, it's No, but just telling someone that something, take it as folklore. Yeah. I've never heard that come out of your mouth before. Reptilians exist. Don't forget that. Ah, oh, we were so ding, close. Ding. I, like, actually, I was <laughs> conscious about that the whole time. I was like, he hasn't fucking mentioned that yet. <laughs> Several other incisions inflicted to the right side of her abdomen had also been caused by the same knife. Each of these wounds had been inflicted in a downward thrusting manner. That's how Billy gets down. Downward thrusting manner. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than legs by your ears. Let's go. <laughs> and that's it because he's cut off half the other body. Billy, Billy is a it's just legs and ears. <laughs> <laughs> you just put the ears in the bed so you can imagine the rest of the body. A head and legs. <laughs> There's no torso so whatsoever. So creepy. One that's we- all I like. I only <laughs> like this part. Everything else is imaginary. To me. <laughs> One week later on Saturday, September 8th, 1888, the body of Annie Chapman was discovered at approximately 6 a.m. near a doorway in a backyard of 29 hand. Berry Street, Spitalfields. I really don't want to take away from this, but but do you think there would have been a serial killer back then that would have killed two people? One because she had a real pretty face, and the other one had a real rocking body, and he cut off ugly faces and sewed on pretty faces, and then used it as a sex doll. <laughs> probably, if you think about it, probably that uh, that probably happened. Uh, that could be. It probably. That could be that could be Take a fucking that movie. Fact. That could be a movie, man. That is that is very fucked up image though. It's like it's like a fucked up uh, sort of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Ed Gein kind of shit. It's like your body's like a temp of fucking butterface over here. <laughs> it's so, like look at your pretty ass face with your fucking washboard tits. <laughs> so even even in Annie Chapman, um, when she was murdered in the backyard. Um, there was people around, like all the stuff that I've seen in the documentaries I was watching, there was people, that, it, it, especially I think it was this one, she was by this doorway, where people's like windows were like pointed at this this doorway and people could see it if they were paying attention. But it mm. is dark, it's a dark, dreary, very impoverished, sad, yeah. sad little place. As soon place. as that sun goes down. Everyone's inside closing their fucking windows and doors and locking them to make sure... Um, unless you get a, a late call by uh, old prostitute, old Betty. Um, so yeah, I'd love those fucking. Oh my god! Can you imagine if cell phones were out in the fucking eighteen hundreds, and it was like thou up? <laughs> what? Like you up? Like them three a.m. texts? Oh yeah. Like, thou awake? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little farther back, but I guess they still sort of talk like that. So, as in the case for Marianne Nichols, the throat was severed by two deep cuts. Her abdomen had been cut entirely open with a section of flesh from her stomach being placed upon her left shoulder and another section of her skin and flesh. This is fuck. So he cut open her stomach and then placed a portion of her stomach on her shoulder. And this is why they show it kind of in from hell. I'm going to bring up the movie just because it does show the grotesque manner of the way the Jack the Ripper operated. And he kind of was like cut her open and kind of strung her looking for something. It seems like, because what else are you doing this for? Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder if he's doing it for a trophy. Uh, we know a lot of serial killers have trophies. They take something from their victim to remember them by so they can fantasize about their murders. But this is like, what are you doing this for, man? Like it's just, well, internal organs would probably be the hardest to identify. Yeah. Maybe like that was an animal, dude. I mm. keep 
pig's hearts in my fucking. It's true. Very true. Very true. Like, do you know what a pig's heart looks like, officer? No, then fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so in um, another section of her skin and flesh, um, you know, we're all like torn apart, put like resting on her shoulder, um, plus her small intestines being removed and placed above her right shoulder. She, she had all her stomach lining and disgusting shit ripped up on the one shoulder. And then the, he like, he's like swooping this, it's just such a, such a disgusting imagery. He's like cutting her open and throwing her intestines on this side, throwing her part of her stomach on this side, almost like a flap. And uh, Chapman's autopsy also revealed. Good old lipo back in the day. Well, yeah, yeah. You want to be skinny, bitch? I got you. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Chapman's autopsy also revealed that her uterus and sections of her bladder had been removed. So he took part of her uterus. It's fucked up. No, it's fucked up. Mom doesn't have a uterus. She had problems with it or something. I don't know the fucking issue, but mom does not have a uterus anymore. Fucking weird. You know, like out of anybody you could ever talk about, that's probably like the only one that actually listens to your podcast. No, we have lots of fans. What are you talking about? No, I mean family wise. She doesn't even listen to it. She she doesn't like my uh, views on the I'm the sure, old clot shot. I'm sure I'll. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll have to reference her to this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say Jack the Ripper Part One this far in. <laughs> Great, good. she'll be like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a uterus anymore. It's because you know it's causing me problems, and I don't, I don't know what the fuck. I, I, I just, it's just a crazy thing that that's what they do nowadays. If something happens and you have stomach issues, sometimes I can't remember. The, uh, yeah, it's I can't remember. There's a, there's a term for it. I feel like. What are you doing? I had to Google it because I knew the name, and now I feel stupid. What? It's a fucking hysterectomy. Yes, it is. I but. knew it too, and like I wanted to say it, and I was like, "That sounds dumb," and I needed to Google it, and now I feel dumb that I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah. So somebody saw Chapman five thirty a.m. and prostitutes were up late. They sometimes they had to keep working to maybe have somewhere a place to sleep because think about it, they are women of the night, lady of the evening. So they were probably sleeping most of the day so they could be around at night to get fucked. It's the truth of the matter. And so somebody sees with a shabby genteel, a gentleman maybe, because that's what everyone describes him as, he's dressed like a gentleman. He's someone who's more higher class than these people around this area. And an eyewitness, I think it was another prostitute that was walking by, had asked Chapman uh, this when she saw this man, because she just, just got an earshot of this conversation, and he asked, will you? And she said, yes. So... <laughs> she goes, yeah, yes, yes, queen. We don't really know. So Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Eddowes were both killed in the early morning hours of Sunday, September thirtieth, eighteen eighty-eight. Stride's body was discovered at approximately one a.m. in Dutsfield, Dutfield's yard off Bernie Street. It straight up is Dutfield. Dutfield <laughs> in Whitechapel. The de- uh, cause of death was a singular clear cut incision measuring six inches across her neck which had severed her left cardioid 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 it's severed her left cardio cardi- fuck I hate hearing you say words <laughs> I know how to say them and then you fuck me up Severed her left cardioid at, at her artery. Artery. Holy <laughs> fuck. And you her, fuck me up I more know. than reading fucks me up. And, tra- and her trachea before terminating um, before terminating beneath her, her right jaw. So I love that. I love that. Like, the first thing was, like, when they came there, they're like, that's a big cut. Greg, 
Go get the go get that measuring stick. Yeah, I need to know how big this is. Six inches, six point one inches. Damn. And, you know they, let's call it six. Let's yeah. let's pretend like we didn't just measure this exactly. And you know they didn't have <laughs> measuring tape, so they had a yard stick. That's a throwback to an episode. A yard. A yard stick. <laughs> yeah. That's like such a throwback. If you're a fan and you know what that reference is, man, you you've been listening for for uh, since probably close to the beginning of this fucking crazy podcast. <laughs> God, I don't even remember that reference. <laughs> the yard stick. Oh. The the absence of any further mutilations to her body had led to uncertainty as whether, you know, Stride's murder was committed by the Ripper or whether he was in um, maybe interrupted during the attack. Maybe they think because Bobby's do their round. Like I said, they they walk around this small area of Whitechapel and they just kind of patrol, you know, twirling their nightsticks just to make sure prostitutes are getting fucked but not getting raped, you know? Yeah. I don't know how you just did it between. Days. Yeah. Uh, but if she's going, yes, daddy versus, <laughs> oh my God. And it's like, a, oh, they're, they're both sex. But she goes, help, help. And it's like, <laughs> huh, that's still sex. <laughs> <laughs> several witnesses. Oh, they're just foreplaying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, several witnesses later informed police. They had seen stride with a man earlier that night, but each gave different, uh, different descriptions. Some said that her companion was fair. Others said dark. Some said he was shabbily dressed. Others said well-dressed. This is why, you know, people don't have great memories when it comes to this shit. I learned this in people law class. People don't have great memories when it comes to anything. So especially when people in certain, like in murder situations or in disasters or anything like that, anything that's um, set in high emotion and, or you're, or just trivial things. You're just walking down the street. You see this chick that you've seen around, you know, like all the, there's that whore again. Um, they don't take in details at all. Yo, you know what? Actually, a great point to that. And here's like fact actually for you that I noticed working at the job I worked at. When yeah. when you talk to home, like for those who don't know, I, I do a glamorous, glamorous job. I uh, sell like the highest quality. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I sell fucking attic insulation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of people yeah. from the States don't know what that is, by the way. Um, really? they don't have it anyways. Uh, they don't have addicts. Yeah, they don't <laughs> really actually. Yeah. They, Where just they li- keep their fucking retarded children. No, oh, they, <laughs> they live in hell on their top floor. It's so much hotter <laughs> than their main. Anyways. Um, but like when you're talking to a homeowner about anything, like they'll be like, if you knock on their door, but you've knocked on it three months ago, they'll be like, you were here last week. You're like, no, I wasn't. I'll be like, yes, you were. I have your car. Like, here it is. You were just here last week. And it's like, that was three months ago. Like time <laughs> yes, is like no, fucked no. to an individual. Like it's whatever they think they it is yeah. is fact. People don't have good memories when it comes to anything, especially to fucking especially anything, with crimes. Man. Like if you especially talk about wrongly convicted people, like there's I've talked about that case before where um, a man's wife was shot in the face and then he was shot, but he uh, no or he survived or something like that. And I uh, know I think they shot his wife in the face and then he's uh, he didn't get shot and the police investigated and that same night took him out to see if he could find anyone that looked like the perpetrator. He picked out the first black kid he saw and said, that's the kid. And this 16 year old kid, I think he was 16 or 15 was just going to get bubble gum from a store. And he was, you know, he got out eventually, but essentially they arrested him and put him in jail for a, a period of time and Again, he was completely innocent yeah. well that still happens sadly but Ooh, yeah. a, a local cigarette salesman named joseph Londine. want some cigarettes <laughs> i got all your cigarettes small kinds medium <laughs> kinds big kinds want the big cigarette oh, oh buddy come here come here come Do here, you, come here. you look like a big cigarette kind of guy you want a couple you talking about a cigar you want a couple want a few <laughs> what, couple? Couple, you, packs? Couple, couple packs two bucks two bucks <laughs> 
You take this and, you know, you got a big cigar. I give you paper. You cut it up. You make a bunch of cigarettes. <laughs> Lots of smokes. Come in here. Well, come on. Come all. Six years old. You want to start? Good time to start. I know. <laughs> Probably back then. Yeah. They didn't give, like, they, nobody fucking, you know. And it was uh, just a side point. The fact that. The, the, was, <laughs> this is all side points at this point. Uh, cigarettes were pretty much a, essentially invented for poor people. Um, they, they would take, so rich guys, right. Would smoke big ass cigars that were expensive, at least to poor, yeah. more poor people. And the poor people used to take the ends of cigars and then break them all apart and roll them with papers. And that was cigarettes. Fucked up, eh? It's kind of cool. A That's por- a cool it's fun a poor fact. Man's cigar. We should have used that as fun fact. Yeah, it's a poor man's cigar. Huh. So he, Joseph had that. passed through the square with two friends shortly before the murder. And he described seeing a fair-haired man of shabby appearance with a woman who may have been Eddowes. His companions were unable to confirm his description. The murders of Stride and Eddowes ultimately became known as the double event. This is like the same night, two murders, and they can say that he could have went from this side of town quickly within uh, whatever the uh, two hours or whatever it was over here. And then he could have tracked over and got this, which is very ambitious. I could say as a serial killer to kill one person, maybe he didn't go the way he planned and maybe he got interrupted because that's what they may have thought. And then, so he got, and he's like, all right, well, I didn't finish my job. And he found somebody else in the same night. And almost like it wasn't, it was a short span of time. I watched this really good doc of uh, this guy on YouTube that did a very good job of describing all the events, and it was very good, and it's showing how this is possible, but it also is hazy, right? Yeah, yeah. So a section of Edo's uh, bloodied apron, a section of Edo's bloody apron was found at the entrance of the oh, tenement. Oh, she was using an apron, too. Yeah, of the was Ghoul she like Street. A, wait, a, str- a prostitute with an apron? Yeah, it says a section of Edo's bloodied apron was found at the entrance, but they think that it might have been. Oh, I get it. You don't wear pants and you just go. (laughs) There it is. Pull up your skirt. Uh, But it's not a skirt, it's an apron. Yeah. But she's poor, so it's two aprons, one in the front, one in the back to cover (laughs) everything. But you can have whatever access you want. Talking about what the natives wear back in the day? They just wear the loincloth? No, no, no. I'm I'm thinking when. Someone says apron. I'm thinking either a butcher apron or I'm thinking like a server like a, apron. Like a no, but what about a hot housewife apron? You know, like back in the day, they used to wear the apron. You come home and you're just wearing the apron, kind of reaches up just was. above the tits. Yeah, and, yeah. And then there was a second one on the backside to cover the ass. Yeah, that's what it was so, for the poor, yeah, sexy. Girls. There was a bloody apron found in the entrance tenement of the Goulston Street Whitechapel. A chalk inscription upon the wall directly above this piece of apron became known as the Goulston Street Graffito. That's such a weird, it's graffiti. Um, It's graffito. Oh, you just (laughs) added an O by accident. (laughs) No. (laughs) You did. It's graffiti with an O. (laughs) Graffito. Um, So the message appeared to imply, this is where it gets a little hazy because the message appeared to imply that a Jew or Jews in general were responsible. A Jew or a Jews. A Jews. It was a bunch of a Jews. A Jew, a Jew or Jews were generally responsible for the murders. But it's unclear uh, whether the graffito was. It's fucking graffiti. Get rid of the O. Start the fucking rereading. Maybe this is what they called it back in the day and then somebody changed it to graffiti. I think somebody had one typo in their phone and then bringing it out and then it kept saying that and they didn't reread what they were fucking typing. <laughs> they did not call graffiti graffito. Now graffito. Yeah. 
It is a thing. Written or drawing, scribed, scratched, or sprayed on a wall or surface in a public place. So a graffiti or graffiti. So we just dropped the O? I guess so. What's fucking stupid? So, Weird. and this is the- That's a cool fun this fact, the, I, Yeah, this is the idea. We're learning. See, this is like school. <laughs> <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> I got him. So this is why people, there is people that think that, you know, there is obviously some of those things that people, people blame Jews for everything. They literally do. Look what Hitler did. So they always get- That was blamed. a bad fucking- analogy there <laughs> everybody blames these people look at the one guy that like really blame these look at people. the egyptians man okay well there's two what else name one more david ike just joking uh, not just joking that's <laughs> <laughs> fucking true yeah that's hitler the egyptians <laughs> david ike yeah fucking anti was going off about that he's like no he's like david ike the analogy could be that you know he's referring to the jews and i was like no the reptilians exist for sure 100 percent. i was raped by one as a five-year-old child i'm just joking um the the <laughs> did that up fuck <laughs> so it though there was something uh scrawled right and um scrawled scrawled scribed whatever um and the graffiti was written by the murderer on dropping the section of apron. So it wasn't, it was by her, but it was, it was a bloodied apron found by Eddowes. And the mirror, I was found by Eddowes. Yeah. And I merely, thought Eddowes died. She did die. She was, a bloodied apron was found by her body. Oh, found by. a section said, of an apron. Oh, when you said by her, I thought you This is why it. they started calling him Leather Apron before Jack the Ripper's name became a thing. Because they were just like, this guy left an apron there. Let's call him Leather Apron. So stupid. Um, yeah, so, but it was unclear, obviously. Uh, if, if, if it was unclear that if, if the graffiti was written by the murderer um, or it was him that dropped the apron or it was merely an incident, uh, it was an incident that had nothing to do with the case in, ge in general. Someone saw the dead body and was like, Jews did this. Because <laughs> somebody just really hated the Jews. Someone, you know what it was? It was his neighbor put out his fucking trash, like probably like a day and a half before garbage day, and someone got livid about it. <laughs> and they're like, fucking Harry over there. Harry's a fucking Jew. Jew Harry the Jew killed this fucking Harry woman. Harry Scheinman. <laughs> Such graffiti was commonplace in Whitechapel. Man, they got taggers up there. Police Commissioner Charles Warren feared the graffito. Why is it graffiti and then also graffito? I don't know. Might spark anti-Semitic riots and ordered the writing be washed off the wall before dawn. So he was like, don't let them see this because as soon as they see this, they're going to think the Jews actually did do this and there's going to be a bunch of people looking for people with small hats on. Before, this is before <laughs> Hitler, too. Damn. I know. The extensively mutilated... The only person that saw this graffiti was Hitler. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, my art career is done. <gasps> it was Hitler. It was Hitler. As I saw... Child. I cracked the case. I cracked the case. No, that's... that's when was Hitler born? Yeah, he was born a little after this, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. It was, it, it was Hitler's dad. He was born in 1889, a year after the uh, essential first murders. So... <laughs> That's all propaganda. Hitler was actually born in 1879. He was nine, and nobody ever wanted to know that he saw that that graffiti. Jesus. So the yeah, and that's what he went. I want to start a new conspiracy. Yeah, great. <laughs> the extensively mutilated, disemboweled body of Mary Jane Kelly was discovered lying on a bed in a single room where she lived at the 13 Miller Court off Dorset Street in Spitalfields at 10:45 on Friday, uh, November 9th, 1888. 
We'll get into it. Could have been her boyfriend. We don't know. But this is the one where her face had been. She didn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. She's a prostitute. So and this is why we'll get into it later on. But essentially, in this room, the door was locked from the inside. And they had to break down the door to get to her body. Because people were wondering where she was. This is a, a weird one. And her, okay. her face had been hacked beyond all recognition. This is the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Don't, couldn't even recognize her. Just, just a bashed in, hacked up face. Very fucked up. With her throat severed down to the spine and her abdomen almost emptied of its organs. Fucked yeah. up. Her uterus and kidneys and one breast have been placed beneath her head. <laughs> like a pillow. What a fucking picture. <laughs> and um, her body was oh, placed. Oh, beneath. I, I figured like right underneath. Like it was just a head and then just like a right underneath. This is, yeah, very disgusting. And her body was placed um, about the bed upon the bedside table. Um, so there's other, her body was put no, on like a night lamp. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, so all these things were p- placed beneath her head, but there was other body parts that were placed on the night table on the bedside table. It's like, I have no use for this one, but the heart was missing from the crime scene. Hey, that was the joke I made earlier. What? I said, that's not, that's not a human heart. It's a pig's heart. It's true. You don't know. Show me, tell me what a pig's so heart So we'll probably like. talk about this more when we get into the investigation uh, slightly, but it is uh, very, very strange. But this one, they, you know, he, it's a tribute to Jack the Ripper, but they're not entirely sure. None of this, they're entirely sure of anything. That's yeah. the fact of this matter. The five murders were perpetrated at night on or close to a weekend, either at the end of a month or a week or around there. Well, he still got his nine to five. Or a holiday. There was one or two yeah. that was on a holiday. He still has his nine to five. He still has his job. Mm-hmm. There's people that think that it was a working man, too. A butcher. He was busy. Politician. Doctor. (laughs) A politician in there. The mutilation became increasingly severe after the series of murders proceeded, except for that Stride, whose attacker may have been interrupted. So all of these are pretty grotesque. Other than Stride, where he could have been interrupted and then went on to the next one. Nichols was not missing any organs. Chapman's uterus was taken. Eddowes had her uterus and kidneys removed and her face mutilated. And Kelly's body was extensively eviscerated with her face gashed in all directions and the tissue on her neck being severed to the fucking bone. Although the heart was the sole bodily organ missing from the crime scene. He's, he's going from like, I stole a uterus, I got this uterus, now I want a heart. That's why it's so back and forth, but it could be, it could be someone that is staging it like it's a Jack the Ripper murder when it's actually not. Uh, we'll, but we'll get into it on uh, in the next episode. But historically, the belief that these five canonical murders were committed by the same perpetrator is derived from documents which link them together to the other murders that could have happened. Okay. Because in 1894, Sir Melvin McEnodine... Um, I did learn how to pronounce these, but just just fucking leave out last names, leave out cities. (laughs) Just say the fucking country and just say their first name. Sir Melville. Nobody's like, oh, I need to know exactly about that individual. McNaughton. That was not bad. McNaughton, yeah. Yeah, sir. I'm pretty sure that's it because I was I've tried to watch a bunch of shit on this so I could pronounce fucking names. Just delete their last name for fuck's sake. Also, no, but that that takes away from the uh, in 1894 Melvin. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, it's Sir Melvin, man. 
Sir fucking names back then. Melvin McNaughton. Um, I'm pretty sure that's an assistant chief constable of the Metro. Uh, this is why different cops had a bunch of different theories. This is we'll get into it later. But okay. the constable of the um, the Metropolitan Police Service and the head of the criminal investigation department, the CID, wrote uh, wrote a report that stated the Whitechapel murders had five victims and five victims only. But the canonical five victims Damn. were linked together in a letter written by the police surgeon Thomas Bond to Robert Anderson, head of the London CID, on November 10th, 1888. What's CID? I literally just said it. No, but what is CID? The Service and Head of Criminal Investigation Department. Oh. Criminal Investigation Department. Okay. Some researchers have maybe, you know, they've surmised that some of the murders were undoubtedly the work of a single killer, but an unknown number of killers acting independently were responsible for other victims. Author Stuart P. Evans and Donald Rumbelow <laughs> argue that the canonical five is a ripper myth. Oh, damn. And that the three cases, Nichols, Chapman, and Eddowes, can definitely... Keep talking be linked to the same perpetrator, but the less certain exist as whether Stride or Kelly were also murdered by the same individual. In Victoria. That's, stop doing that. Jim. I didn't know. I took, Don't a, know. I took a chance and I took a guess yeah. and it didn't work out. You're crazy. That's, that would have been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is why there are so many different theories. So many different people saying different things. Cops saying different things. Doctors saying different things. Everyone has such a different opinion. Nobody knows what's going on. So Kind of like today. Yeah, you're very, very right. Let's talk about the later murders around Whitechapel. Mary Jane Kelly is generally considered to be the Ripper's final victim and assumed that, uh, you know, the crimes ended because the culprit's death, imprisonment, or he was institutionalized, or he immigrated. <laughs> so he's in jail. He died. Or he went sent to a loony bin, or he immigrated somewhere else. Or he chilled out. What? Yeah, but that's really rare. And a serial killer, it is fucking super rare. They have, they do have chill moments where they chill out. For Jeffrey Dahmer did it. Every, a lot of serial killers have done it, except for a couple. Even um, Ted Bundy stopped for a bit, and then he went fucking absolutely fucking rampage mode when he went through that uh, that college in Florida. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Just killing everybody in this fucking dorm. Everyone has that chill moment, but then those urges always come back. Eventually, when we get into BTK, we'll have to do it because Anton hates Dennis Rader. So we'll have Why? to get into it. He's just a very disgusting piece of shit, man, which will be better for you to be in on it. What the fuck? Like, you're on a lot of disgusting I, <laughs> piece of shit people. Like, all of the, there's not one person here that we talk about that no. I'm like, I admire him. I know. He's I a know. great, he's a great dude. I know, dude. but also because I don't think you know the extent of how fucked up BTK is, the bind, torture, kill. We'll get into him with you because I want I want you to be that fucking um, eyes wide shut. No, that's a fucking movie. As I said, go into a blind. That's like my bum. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to go into that one because, you know, in the fact that these people do have chill moments, but this could have been where he was obviously, he was some, unless he was some idiot, but I, you know, I guess it is back then, but he still could have got caught if he was a dullard, but. I don't know. I do think that it was someone with some sort of intelligence. So maybe he's like, they're kind of getting on to me. I'm going to move to fucking Ireland 
and start killing those Irish people. I'm already killing Irish prostitutes over here. Why don't I go back over there? You know, I don't know what he, I don't know what he did. I don't know what you do. The Whitechapel murders file details another four murders which occurred after the five. Those of Rose Milet, Alice McKenzie, and the Pennant Street Torso, and Francis Coles. Strangled body of 29-year-old Rose Milet was found in Clark's Yard, High Street, on December 20th, 1888. There was no sign of a struggle, and the police believe she had either accidentally hanged herself. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Hung herself Thank with, you. with uh, her collar while in a drunken stupor or committed suicide. So it's like she's really drunk and she just got, she's like trying to get through a doorway or something. And she's like, why is this? And she's like getting caught on Couldn't like a scarf. Get it out. Like, oh oh, and then she ends up hanging herself. I, <laughs> that's fucking, that was the dumbest theory. That's fucking Billy Bob Joe there who went, came onto the crime with his fucking Levi jeans pulled like, up to his fucking belly scarf, button. Door handle. It was an accident. Door handle. (laughs) The scarf caught on the door handle. She was so drunk, she just tried to keep walking, and she didn't realize that she was strangling herself, and then she she died. (laughs) And then her legs didn't work anymore. Charlie hosed herself so bad, couldn't stand up. Nailed it. Nevertheless, (laughs) the inquest jury returned a verdict of murder. Alice McKenzie was killed in Castle Alley, Whitechapel, on July 17th, 1889. Her left cardiac artery had been severed. Several minor bruises and cuts were found on her body. One of the examining pathologists, Thomas Bond, believed this to be the uh, the Ripper murder, though his colleagues George Bagster... (laughs) Bagster Phillips. Fucking baggy. Good old baggy boy. <laughs> George Bagster Phillips, who had examined the bodies of three previous victims, disagreed. So this is why this is such a cloudy topic. They don't fucking know. Nobody knows. They don't know what they're talking about. Nah, it's fun. I enjoy it. Bet- uh, opinions between writers are also divided between those who suspect Kenzie's murderer maybe copied the M.O. of Jack the Ripper because he was going on. You'd be like, well, I want this bitch dead. Uh, you know, you know, I tried to fuck her and she didn't let me. Or maybe they had a relationship or something like that or an ex-girlfriend type yeah. of scenario. Um, I'm not sure if she was actually a prostitute. She, might have, she could have been. There was a lot I of fucking them. Fucking every female was... There was 15, what did we say, fucking 1,500 fucking prostitutes at the time? Is fucking My great-great-grandmother was a prostitute. Yeah. She was hot. It's disgusting, Billy. I don't, I don't know that for a fact at all. <laughs> yeah, that was, was a random thing that came into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Our whole podcast is random. The 12, there's 1,200 prostitutes. In yeah, one yeah. fucking place. Why, and that's, this is all in Whitechapel, too. Like, think about them. Oh like, how God. big is this fucking chapel? Like twelve hundred people though. How big is this? Chapel? I think of it. That's like a stadium. Hmm. Like to to have room to have. White Chapel was a district. Oh shit! Sorry. I, every time we're saying it, it just sounds like it's a big ass church. It's not. That, that's how like I've been envisioning it this no, whole time. It's a very creepy. Everything just keeps happening in this yeah, church. Impoverished <laughs> place. Just think of like cobblestone, creepy. Creepy areas, you know, just dimly lit fucking streets where just horse and carriages are riding around. And a bunch of fantastic fast food joints with burgers. That didn't exist. It's White Castle. Oh, so stupid. Um, <laughs> so uh, 
So uh, one, obviously everyone's disagreeing. Um, opinions obviously differ, and uh, you know they may they think you know some people think that they maybe this guy maybe cop- copied the mo of Jack the Ripper to maybe deflect suspicion from himself. But those who subscribe this maybe could be the Jack could be Jack the Ripper. So the the Pynchon Street torso was a headless, legless torso of an unidentified woman discovered beneath a railway arch in Pennage Street. You just Street. gotta find someone that fucked her. You're like, oh, yo, that's fucking Claire right <laughs> there. <laughs> they did not know. They literally, they just had a torso. Everybody come look at this torso. Tell me if you've had sex with it before. <laughs> <laughs> just like everyone gathered Someone identify around. this and be like, Oh, I that's uh, that's not a many battle. I know her. I was gonna say tits look a lot like fucking Betty Ann's there, but <laughs> so it's very fucked up. But just a torso is uh, it's very disgusting. So and the, the no arms. You said head and legs. It got arms. No, it's a headless, legless torso. So yeah, headless, oh, legless. Weird. Yeah, it arms. still has the arms. Still, that's fucked up. So where the legs go first of all? Do you take them home to make them into a fucking stew or something? Oh no, that's where the leg lamps came from. Ew. Um, <laughs> from Put fucking, a light bulb on top of it. The Christmas story, um, and uh, like, where's the head? Did did he pull? Um, um, what's that fucking? It's when Halloween started, uh, hollowed it out and put it on his front porch. Everyone thought it was fake. Oh, yeah, did well. Or did he pull an Edmund Kemper? Take the skull to fuck it. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't know. Back then, the flashlight, you could like literally move the jawline. So, so, like- yeah, so this was also, <laughs> in, this was also in Whitechapel on the 10th of December, 1889. It seemed probable that the murder was committed elsewhere and the parts of the dismembered body were maybe disposed here, which would have been smart. Say it's another district of London. Yeah. And you could fucking probably easily move a body. Um, and, yeah. You know, it's I, like, I don't want this to be tied to me here. That's. That's, That's like just, a twenty-minute fucking carriage yeah. ride over. That's good enough. No one will know. And they'll blame it on Jack the Ripper. People would, I do imagine, that would be easy to do. Yeah, especially Not if you already easy, heard of, if, but, especially mm, if you already heard about yeah. it. Well, if you're fucked up, easy. Yeah. The body of twenty-five-year-old Francis Coles was Francis. Yeah, Fran- Francis. Is that a girl? Talking about girl Francine, or boy? It's here. not Francine. No, it is Francis. The body of 25-year-old Francis Coles was discovered on February 13th, 89, uh, 1891, beneath a railway arch, same kind of arch. Maybe See, and that's why I'm thinking. Maybe these two killers were the same. The torso and this bitch. I think it's... Uh, there was, is it a bitch, though? There Francis? is chicks named Francis. Yeah, I know 100%. there was, but we don't know that it's, just it was yet. All, they were all women. Well, keep her talking. throat had been cut. Yes. Oh, was. it did say her so, throat. So, yes, yeah. she was beneath the railway arch at Swallow Gardens. <laughs> That's where Billy goes on the weekend. Yo, that's a fucking great place. Stop <laughs> telling people about my weekends. <laughs> her throat had been cut, but her body was not mutilated. James Thomas Sadler was seen earlier with Sounds her. gay. And was, yeah, and was arrested by police and charged with the murder. Sadler was briefly thought to be the Ripper, actually, and was discharged from court for lack of evidence on March 3rd, 1891. Do you know how many times... There was people that probably allegedly, you know, like you're like that. Like, oh, maybe you want to finish a sentence. No, I'm just, I'm (laughs) Jesus Christ. How many people probably they just like you could just get away with it because they didn't didn't have evidence. 
You could you, they, you could be holding somebody's arm and just throw it to the side and be like, I just found it there. And like yeah. they don't have enough evidence to prove that you actually did it. You yeah, know well, I mean? that's where a lot of accusations came up. A lot yeah. of innocent people probably died, but they probably got a couple of right And there's ones. a lot of people that were probably murderers that got away too. Yeah. So but they probably got yeah. a couple of right ones. Other alleged victims. In addition to the 11 Whitechapel murderers, commentaries have linked um, you know other people and commentary. Uh, 11 that doesn't seem so significant yeah commentators have linked other attacks to the ripper in the case of fairy fay it is unclear whether the attack was real or fabricated as a part of ripper lore fairy fay was a nickname given to a victim allegedly found on december 26 1887 you say it like that very fay. <laughs> After a stake had been thrust through her abdomen, she a vampire, but there was no. No, it's a triple A <laughs> sirloin cut. <laughs> Stupid. Thrusted right through that belly button. No, a stake, like a vampire stake. I know think what the fuck vampire. it is. I'm just kidding. Jesus. Why'd you feel the need to explain that to me? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was. Jesus Christ. But there was no recorded murders, uh, murders in Whitechapel at or around Christmas in 1887. Fairy Fay seemed to have been created, though a confused press report of the murder of Emma Elizabeth Smith, who had a stick or other blunt object shoved in her vagina. Most authors agree that the victim, Fairy Fay, never existed. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Annie Millwood was admitted to Whitechapel Workhouse and the infirmary, uh, infirmary with stab wounds. So a fucking it, it was a shitty hospital <laughs> with stab wounds to her legs and lower torso on February twenty fifth, eighteen eighty eight. Probably still had to wait like nine hours to get an answer. <laughs> yeah, I know my fucking <laughs> legs are bleeding, bro. Well, this guy's. <laughs> Heart is bleeding, so you're going to wait a minute. <laughs> she was... De- no, this guy's got gonorrhea. His penis is dripping blood. We need to fix that first. She was discharged. He's not even first. <laughs> Old lady with a nose bleeds yeah. up first. <laughs> she was discharged but died from apparently natural causes on March 31st, 1888, age 38 years old. And just to point out, like I said before, the canonical five other than Mary Jane were all in their 40s. I think she was early 30s. He, Jack the Ripper, at least for the canonical five, had a specific age range. For some reason, maybe just they're just like almost like the less dead. Like they were just like nobody cared about them. They're old prostitutes. Fuck them. Yeah. And ex- you know? well, yeah. Especially like fucking over 100 years ago. Like, yeah. Again, even over 100 years ago, the average lifespan was what, like 50, 50 yeah. 55? Yeah. 60 maybe. at the most. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you could get up to your seventies, but you'd have to have, uh, eh, you had to be, have a decent, I don't well, know. There's so many things. Like I actually just talked to my boss about that the other day and we we're just chatting when actually funny enough, when tuberculosis got brought up and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? He's like TB. I was like, Oh, I know what that is. Never mind. But anyways, uh, he's like, well, fuck. Think about it. Like 200 years ago, man. He's like tuberculosis, like killed like so many fucking people yeah, and like a many of famous ones, but like yeah. things like tooth infections yes, killed people killed people yeah like just because it wasn't treated that's there's no whole, antibiotics yeah, there was nothing about, like, pen- you know, other than penicillin there was yeah. fucking like nothing let me your point about tooths teeth and shit yeah. i think that should be part tooth. of health <laughs> i think that should be a part of healthcare that if you have something wrong with your teeth and it goes to your brain you die um so yeah. it, it should be part of healthcare. that's my one thing very quickly too so obviously you know she died um uh, she was discharged but she apparently died of natural causes so they're like you're good you just got a bunch of stab wounds in your legs and your lower torso, but I think you're good to go home. How about just uh, 
You know what? Try try walk it off. Yeah. See, like take a couple steps. Does it though. does it hurt? Uh, all right. Well, lie down for twenty minutes. Try it again. Uh, repeat, rinse, repeat for like the next three weeks. Maybe Come she, back and maybe, maybe she you still pulled can't the walk. Tupac and she tried to walk and she just walked out of the hospital. <laughs> like I can barely walk, but you know what? I gotta suck a dick, man. I got no money to pay for this. Fuck this hospital. <laughs> Uh, she's, I wonder what hospitals cost back then. She just walks on her knees everywhere. Did they have like f- free healthcare and shit back then? No. Like, like, but no. like, well, no. But that being said, like, was it expensive though? Uh, it says a workhouse infirmary, so I'm thinking that somewhere <laughs> where you could just go in for free. But it was very people didn't even wash their hands back then. Yeah, it was just like somebody's kind of knowledgeable about a little bit of things. I, I, that, <laughs> he read a yeah. book once. <laughs> Do you like that joke though? She has to walk everywhere now on her knees because her legs are so fucked up, so she's already ready to go. <laughs> All um, right. Another suspense. <laughs> so they don't I'm actually cutting down time now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so they think maybe, maybe this could have been the Ripper's first victim, although this attack cannot be definitively linked to the Ripper. Nothing fucking can. I know. Nothing can. Literally <laughs> nothing. So another suspect pre-canonical victim. Uh, so before the five was Ada Wilson, who reportedly suffered being stabbed twice in the neck on March 28th, 1888. Anna Farmer resided at the same housing lodge as Martha and reported an attack on November 21st, 1880. She had received superficial cut to her throat, but this wound was possibly the Whitehall mystery was a term coined for the discovery of the headless torso of a woman on October 2nd. Um, that, that sentence didn't make sense. I'm not, I'm not having that one in fuck Anna Farmer. <laughs> that sentence didn't fucking make fuck sense. Fuck Anna Farmer. I'll say... You could have just said this. She had I'll received the superficial cuts of her throat, but this wound was possibly herself. Yeah, well, I'll say, I'll just say this. Cut that. Anna Farmer was residing at the same lodge house as Martha, one of the victims of the Canonical Five, and um, reported an attack on November 21st, 1888. She had received a superficial cut to her throat, but they don't know if he, she was actually linked to the Ripper. So we don't know. But the Whitehall mystery was... Has there a, been one we know yet? Yeah, not, <laughs> not, <laughs> Do we know one? No. No? The, okay. the Whitehall mystery... Well, the Canonical Five, they can link to one person. That's why. The Whitehall mystery was ter- uh, was a term coined for the discovery of another headless corpse of a woman on October second, eighteen eighty eight, in the basement of new uh, of a new uh, metropolitan police headquarters being built in Whitehall. They, the uh, police station is being built, and they found a fucking headless corpse. So crazy. Like, again, like rubble. Uh, well, while they're building it, so in the basement of it, so maybe they just built the basement. Okay. It was being built at the so time. So like under underground. Yeah, maybe you know how they so built it could have been like so it's an just, artifact thing. Well, no, no, I'm talking about like they poured the cement. They're just building the basement of this place, and it was just you know bare. You know when we see a house being built and it's yeah, just yeah. like it's yeah that's and what then I'm a, thinking. A skull was just like placed in the cement. No, a headless torso. Oh, sorry. So yeah. they found a dead body, and um, you fucked up my cement. <laughs> <laughs> and arm, you know how I've never. I think I've done it once when I was a kid. But I've, you know how when they they used to do the sidewalks and leave it. I always wanted to put my. I think I put my handprint I in d- one. I did. I did put like my initials in one. They always left it. And they just put tape around it. Uh, You're yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to fuck this up with sticks. <laughs> An arm belonging to the body was previously discovered floating in the river, uh, the river Thames. That's crazy. So I don't know how they could figure out yeah, this That's white. This, this is body. white. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that adds up. 
fucking Tetris for body parts. And one of the legs was subsequently discovered buried near where the torso was found. The other limbs and the head were never recovered and the body was never identified. The mutilations were similar to those of the Pinchin street case where, you know, where the legs and head were severed, but not the arms. So it's creepier that it's just a body with no head, no legs, but it has like arms. It would look weird. Everyone wants to be held, Tom. (laughs) So creepy. I don't want your stupid fucking warm legs and feet touching mine, but I want to be (laughs) held still. I don't want your fucking head either. It's ugly. Made me think it. You know how Jeffrey Dahmer loved the chess? How he would cut the bodies, and that's how he he literally he just liked the chest, and he would cuddle with the dead bodies. I've everyone wants to be held. Yeah, Tom. So I'm, I guarantee that he's. Oh my god, it's such a disturbing. Image. He's the little spoon too. Yeah. He like flops <laughs> it over. He no, turns around. Fucking uh, even Anton was talking about. He's probably the top. He was definitely the top. So he fucked those dead bodies, and he was a you know he was a strong gentleman. No, he's the bottom because then the arms can go down on your chest. Still, no, he was definitely a top. Uh, but well, you could just use the torso if you're a top. You don't need the arms. Flopping the dead bodies, arms over him, and just like holding them. Oh, so fucking creepy, man. Both the white claw, or white claw. <laughs> you, you feel like you'd keep the fucking head, like make it a little sane. Both the Whitehall, oh, I said white claw. I know. Both the Whitehall mystery and the Pynchon Street case may have been part of a series of murders called the Thames Mysteries. Could be interesting. Um, committed by a, serial, silica, uh, a single serial killer dubbed the Torso Killer, which um, I think we've mentioned way back in the day. It is debatable whether Jack the Ripper and the Torso Killer were the same person or separate serial killers active in the same area. The MO of the Torso Killer differed from that of the Ripper, and the police at the time discounted any connections between the two. So we don't know. We don't know shit. We know nothing. Elizabeth Jackson was a prostitute. Well, couldn't I have guessed that? Whose various body parts were collected from the River Thames over a three-week period on June 1887 or 1889. I don't know, like, I, I guess you could just, I guess you could play, like, what's that game? Like, they put the arm against the body, like, this fits here, and that fits there, this fits here. Like, they kind of just put together, like, a puzzle piece. Are you, are you talking about a game or the nursery rhyme? And the elbows connected to, to the, the shoulder bone. Yeah. The shoulder bones <laughs> connected, connected to the, the backbone. The vagina's connected to Yo, the Yo, that entire <laughs> song has so many inaccuracies, though. There's so many bones that don't connect to each other that they just assumed it. So it just it must have been that. that They put it to, they lay out the body. That's what I imagine. And then they kind of stick it together. And be like, well, this is definitely coming from the same well, body. No, it was probably literally just like what I was thinking was, one like the arms probably got super flabby and the tummy had a bunch of flab too and it's like probably the same fat person yeah. or it was like super skinny or it was the same color was she a or, big fat lady well you know what honestly though at the end of the day if you find a torso and you find an arm and yeah. they're the exact same shade yeah and fit perfectly yeah, right. like to the size you think that person would be it, it's probably yeah, that fucking right. arm she may have not been, too many yeah. random arms floating around. She may have been another victim of the torso killer. John Gill. This is all the other murders that are connected around the same time, but this is the first time we have a boy. A seven-year-old boy was murdered in Manningham. I don't like Bradford. when the little guys get murdered. They're sad. On December 29th, 1888, his legs have been severed, his abdomen opened, his intestines drawn out, and his heart and one ear removed. Somebody took a trophy. 
Basically. Yeah, I bet they did. <laughs> Just have it on a mantle. Like this is my. This is my. This trophies. is mine. You know. I like this. <laughs> I'm keeping it. The you know the similarities with the murder of Mary Kelly led to the press speculating that the Ripper had killed him. The boy's employer. That's racist. The, the boy's employer, milkman William Barnett. He was employed. He was seven. Yeah. Yeah, they. Of, of course he was. It's the 1800s. He was seven. Well, you know what? I fucking had a job when I was seven. Jerking off guys in an alleyway? Babysitting. At seven years old, you mm-hmm. were babysitting. Yeah. I don't know who let you babysit at seven years old, but they're psychotic. <laughs> my dad's friend. Jesus. Fuck. They wanted to go get drunk. Oh, my God. He paid me 20 bucks for <laughs> six hours. <laughs> so bad. The, I thought I was living yeah, the dream. Yeah, I know. The boy's employer, yeah, so milkman William Barrett. Um, not Barnett, Barrett, uh, was twice arrested for the murder, but released due to, what do you think? Insufficient evidence. Once again, they couldn't fucking pinpoint anybody. Back I feel then. like, I feel like they didn't need sufficient evidence uh, back then though. Like it was just like, I'm pretty fucking sure he did it. It's like, sure. you're credible. So that's what paperwork is like killer. Pretty sure. <laughs> I had gut feeling. <laughs> but we know that black kid stole a piece of candy. Jail for the rest of your life. Like that's it's. Are we talking about the same black guy that was going to the candy store in the earlier no, story? No, no, oh. no. Oh, no. I was like, did they catch him stealing as <laughs> yeah. well? No one was ever prosecuted even for that. Carrie Brown, nicknamed Shakespeare. Shakespeare, uh, reported for quoting Shakespeare sonnets, was strange. She just walks. She's what like, seems like she just walks around ladies. and just. I remember when I was like, I used to go to Toronto a lot when I was young, and when we went to um, Kensington Market. Um, uh, yeah, it's Kensington Market. That sounds right. I don't even know. Um, yeah, I used, I used to get uh, when I was younger. I'd go there, and there's a lot of thrift stores, and it's, but it is a very poor area, and it's in Chinatown. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm right about Which that. Which isn't an actual geographical location, no, no. but um, but it was <laughs> in so it know. was in the, the China China the China area the <laughs> Chinatown in, in Toronto. Fuck. And I remember this. There's this Jamaican lady just muttering to herself, like sitting by a fountain. And, I, and mom's like, "Don't go talk to her." And I was like, "Yeah, but she seems nice." And mom's like, "Don't go talk to her." <laughs> so um, she was strangled with her uh, with clothing with her clothing, I guess. So strangled with her own clothing, and then mutilated with a knife on April twenty fourth, eighteen ninety one. With her own clothing, so he had to take it off. So he was looking for something. We'll eventually get into different stranglers and the serial killer world. Um, but you know, there's though. I love it. Like, I want to. I want to know that uh, exact scenario. You're like busting the door, you'd be like, "You're going down." She goes, "Ah!" He's like looking at his empty hands. He's like. Take off your sweater. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Take it off. Give it to me. Turn, turn, turn around. Turn around. Yeah. Her body was found with a large tear through her groin area, and superficial cuts on her legs and back. Tear. Yeah. Like not like a cut, a tear. Like with his hands, I did t- he like I grab t- his her lips uh, and just like yank it open? Try to like so phone disgusting. book rip it open. Like you know those so big muscly yeah, guys that can rip open it. I don't know how they do that, but good for them. Yeah, but like <laughs> he, they can do that with uh, with uh, the the, the, the no, vaginal sh- flaps. Okay, stop that. <laughs> uh, no organs were removed from the scene, though, and an over an. That's an ovary, right? You want to start again there? What, what were you saying? No or, uh, organs were removed from the scene, though an ovary was found upon her bed? 
What are you reading? An ovary? What's found on her bed? Oh, yeah, that is absolutely what that says. That's so Damn. fucked all up, right. man. Either... Um, just, just, this e- is all I took out. <laughs> well, this is. it says either, either it was purposely removed or unintentionally dislodged. So it's like, well, I'm ripping open her vagina like a phone book. This kind of just flew out the side. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Oh, my God. At the time, the murder was compared to those in Whitechapel, though the Metropolitan Police eventually ruled out the connection. Oh, so fucked up, man. And that is where we're going to pick it up. Next time for the investigation, because we want to talk about the, obviously the canonical five is the main important, the main point of what connects Jack the Ripper to at least five victims. But there was a bunch of different murders happening around the same time anyway. So it's, yeah. we don't really entirely know what is what, who is who, and what is actually And it is on. what it is, but all you got to do is, create an image in your head and that's now fact and you can live your life like it. And that's what we've been doing for the end of days because back then, absolutely. And even today it is what it is. You can find what you find on Google, but it is what it is. And whatever you believe to be a fact is fact. They definitely don't, uh, don't know. I was talking Um, really fast because I thought you were going to transition into something. I, I was looking, I, I don't think I put it on our sound effect board yet, but I did. We, we may remember, remember, Remember when we, we we did a good fun fact? Did you actually record it? We did, and I cut it, and I have the sound clip, but it's just not on the soundboard yet. So you got to do it over, just today. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> this is Billy, and this is his fun fact. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> My enthusiasm is lacking. Mein Kampf is... <laughs> Did you know Mike Tyson once paid $10,000 to a zookeeper to fight a fucking gorilla? Now you do. What? How much did he pay? $10,000. To fight a zookeeper? No, a gorilla. Oh, <laughs> he paid a zookeeper to fight a gorilla. He paid a zookeeper ten grand to essentially ref while he fought a gorilla. Isn't that fucked up? First of all, who won? You to, don't know. To be fair, the the thing I read said tried, so I don't know if he actually did. Oh, great. Great fun fact, Billy. You don't even know the details. Look it up. Did Mike Tyson fucking beat up a gorilla? Did There's he no way it? that actually happened. No, they no there would I been, just wanted something interesting. Peter would have Stop um, yelling at me. Peter would have fucking got right in there. Dude, Mike, Mike, Mike someone's got his fucking ass kicked, man. <laughs> if you're trying to punch a fucking gorilla. The gorilla ripped off his arms. <laughs> I love the first, if you Google did Mike Tyson, the first thing that comes up is did Mike Tyson actually fight Muhammad Ali? No. Did he? I don't think he did. He didn't know. They, didn't, they weren't even fucking boxing at the same time. What the fuck? Muhammad Ali was way before fucking... He would have been an old man time fucking... So stupid. People are dumb. Google's dumb. Once offered a zookeeper $10,000 to fight a silverback gorilla, the incident took place in the 80s when Tyson was an unbeaten heavyweight champion and widely regarded as one of the most dangerous fighters on the He's planet. He's like, you know, know what my next step is? I want to fucking beat up a gorilla. He didn't. He didn't do it? He didn't. But it's funny that that, that was his mindset. So fucked up. So uh, just so you know... Anton also agrees with me that Michael Jordan is a piece of shit. Let's just get that out of the way right now. 
We're not getting- sorry. Sorry. Let me just rephrase what you just said. Uh, me, Tom, the guy that knows nothing about sports, and the 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 gay kid we have on the podcast <laughs> He's not too, like that. that probably doesn't <laughs> like sports either. Everyone regards him as an asshole. I, I'm well aware. Him. I'm well aware. But your your point right now yeah. is Would me, you, Thomas, that doesn't watch sports, and I know of sports. Yes, I'm sure you do know of them. I'm sure you've seen them in passing. Um, I've and, played basketball, I've played I, football, I, I've played soccer all before the age of 50. If <laughs> Anton comes up and says that he actually is a huge sports fanatic, that'd be yeah. mind-blowing. Uh, just not not being fucking homophobic you know or anything. Favorite, I'm just saying yeah, like gay people like I love you, essentially Anton, but don't you know, like sports. You know like what, it's just kind of You know what Anton's favorite my, sports is? Gay Quidditch. Okay, <laughs> now you're joking, but <laughs> but but you just don't don't dehumanize my heroes. <laughs> okay. my. Yeah, like what I said in the one episode, throwback uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. So make sure, you know, go back, check out the YouTube page and watch the Valentine's Day special. I'm going to repost it because it is hilarious. Um, you know, we're going to start doing more specials. The Christmas special is now on Patreon. We're going to have a lot of fun streaming stuff coming out on Patreon too. Uh, new episodes. So get and over the probably Patreon. Probably nothing that they know about sports. Yes, um, but uh, get get on the Patreon um, and, you know, support us by buying merch. The merch site, when this comes out, should be just getting active. Yo, the fucking merch site is sick now. Yeah, we have. It's, it's fucking it's sick. cheaper. It's way cheaper. What the fuck is yeah. Public? <laughs> fuck that bitches. Yeah. I'm buying shit and I'm like, fucking I'm on this shit. And I'm I like, know. I don't get no discounts. And th- this shit's so much fucking better. Like, yeah. shipping's fucking cheap. It's cheaper. It, the, everything's fucking cheap. It's cheaper by almost, like, t- the shipping's cheaper by almost 10 bucks. Um, the sweaters, the shirts, everything's cheaper. Like I said on the other episode, I set everything essentially so we don't really make money. So it's cheaper for the fans so they can actually rep our shit. Eventually, when, um, you know, when we start, when we get huge and, and you know, we have, you know, people are buying merch every month. But if we have, when it starts ramping up, we'll eventually put up the prices a bit so we actually make money. But for right now, and for probably the next year or two, that's a weird thing to tell people. But no, I've already I've already said it that I I I said it essentially. So you're gonna get it the cheapest that I could make it. Because they said it essentially so you can make some money off it, but you can set Which the is prices. nice right now because that was – and, like, literally this is actually now fu- – fuck our little promo here. This yeah. is a fucking attack on T Public. What the fuck were you doing to people? These bitches were charging us – charging everything on their fucking site so expensive, and we were getting – Fucking nothing. nothing. Yes. And their shipping was fucked. And, if, yeah, and like, no, how is that even a site? Like, fuck it, that site. Well, that site needs saying. a one-star review. And, uh, if I, if Dirty I, gold <laughs> Google one-star review. If I said I'm getting it, on Yelp. I know. If I said it to when we're getting on, now we're switching to Teesprings. If I said it the way that they had it so we could actually make money, it would have been just pretty much lining up with as expensive as Public. The shipping is just better. But... You can set your prices. So for the fans, I literally set it to the lowest I could. So you guys could buy merch, the cheapest that it could be with good quality shit. You can literally get backpacks, socks, shirts, stickers. Like there's a bunch of teachers love that. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just backpacks with strange brew and murderers on it. We're gonna well, have new that, designs that weird coming kid out. in the back. It's that quiet kid in the back with the strange brew backpack pulls out a newsie, and now we're responsible for a fucking kid shooting. Yeah, and as I <laughs> as I mentioned on the one episode, there is will eventually be new merch. We have you know the original design. We have the new design. We have a Alistair Crowley one coming out. Um, we have a bunch. I want to edit that actually. Well, in case that ever happens. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah. We have a bunch of new merch coming out. And actually, like I said before, um, uh, Anton's got a friend that does a lot of good graphic art and stuff like that. He's designing all of us as cryptids. So that's the one the fans should be repping. We're all going to be different cryptids, and it's going to be fucking hilarious. I'm probably the tall, skinny one. Yeah, I said I want. I said I wanted Billy to be fucking Bigfoot, and I was like, but he can't be built Bigfoot. He's got to be skinny Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, so you know what? Follow us uh, Instagram, a Stranger Podcast. You know, if you ever want to talk to us or suggest episodes, w uh, just email us at strangebrewpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but you know, go to the website www.strangerpodcast.com. We're going to actually add links to our Twitch and Anton's Twitch and everything so you can watch us game. We have a lot of things coming down the pipe, and, and we appreciate all the fans. And don't get mad at the fucking fun fact of the day. I've, I've made a dedication to fucking start only doing the ones fans sent me. Yeah, I know that's true. So if you can, if you want to send us, um, at I'm Stranger just finding the best of the fun facts yeah. fans send me. No, so send uh, send us uh, if you got fun facts. I'm telling you right now, send them to strangebrewpodcast at gmail dot com, and I'll that. forward them to Billy. You, you don't want to know. Yeah, well, I don't I'll, want oh, you to know. True. I'll, for, I'll forward them to you. I won't even look at them. But then, uh, <laughs> search <laughs> title it fun fact, Tom. Don't fucking open this. <laughs> all right. We love you all. We appreciate all your fans. Buy merch, support us, give us five star ratings. I know. Anyways, love you guys. Love it's been guys. great. Part two coming soon. Give yes, part two next power. week, motherfuckers. <laughs> more ice schemes. More speed. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> yes, I can. No, you're going to kill us all. No, no. They can't. <laughs> what are you doing? That is way too much power for two white men. Yeah. Hands up. Then we go on the Whoa, body dance. Skinny white kid flies flying fast. Not paying the lap, so I don't got clothes on. Wait a second, hold on. Does that mean I got to find my own way? I'm going to kill this shit. On no way. With rhymes like this? Oh, uh, they're lame. I'll learn my stay. Uh, okay. Oh, look. Another punk. So easy to hate, but hate to love. I jump into this. I got shoes to fit. You're obnoxious while I rock it, you just talk shit back! See, that's a problem. You pick and you pick, scratch and scream, looking for inconsistencies. But don't worry, cause it don't bother me. I ain't phased, I didn't even sweat. Feel bad for you though, dude, another hood ride with a tiny deck. My work is blood and sweat. It's heart and soul, so watch it blow, cause there's no time to rest. Pull out your phone and watch me go, collecting place some bets. And plug your nose, I'm about to explode. I'm on a row and nobody knows I got a flow that's fresh. And the feeling's so deceiving, like holy fuck, your life have meaning? Are you still breathing? You must be cheating. Your girl looks at me just while you're speaking. So you confident, honestly, you're inadequate. Your skill matches my goddamn fucking dryer lit. On tumble dry, so fuck these guys. My watch cycle will clean blood stains off Richie's vibe. Or Jenner's window, hold me down, can't hit my tempo. Bastard Sandos, holy tempo, music great deeper than tattoos. I am not laughing with, but definitely at you. Nerdy kid, pick last for shit. Pulling my pants, I'm confident. I'm a boss at this. Was lost for a minute, caught up in the world when the coke has been. Remind them what a real rap artist is. And hey, Tom, it just came a little bit. Then we gone to drop. Really didn't even know that Billy needs some real and approach that coast that fiends. Look in the bottom of the coke bag. You're sold out now, you're trying to get your soul back. Load that gun, put it in your dome, and hope that it goes black. You broke back, fools are so whack. I just wanted you to know that. Now, hip hop is filled with feminine men. Let
may begin to reshape your idea of what music is. You coolest kids, you replace real rap with stupid shit. You're used to bitch, I don't know where all the confusion is. Get the loop and spit because you're about to get fucked now. I'm dropping bombs, you better knock down. Buy some lot, cutting your guts out. Better run fast, I'm hunting you down. You're a fucking dumbass, shut your mouth. Your lungs gasp, but cut your tongue out. Now talk shit. Your body won't be found in a bottomless pit. Rotten stiff, godlessness. Got your wife and kids as hostages. His wife is priceless. I'm not convinced my knife is slicing, shooting shots like Berkowitz. We fucking murder kids. You shouldn't exist. No one knows your purposes. You're a nervous bitch. Where do you get the nervous spit? Sweaty palms and vomit. Deadly as a machete to your mom's tits. Explosive like bombs. Ready Islamic. You know you're wrong. Just be honest. There's only one God and you know his name is Thomas. I fucking Whack-ass motherfuckers, man. We kill your fucking faggoty-ass trap beats, bud. <laughs> Canadian style.